to the Wild Wisdom Podcast with Dr. Patricia Mills. I'm Dr. Patricia. This podcast is for people who want to transform their health, restore their hormones, and reconnect to their body's natural wisdom. Hi, I'm Dr. Patricia. I'm a Canadian medical doctor, published author, internationally recognized researcher, and passionate advocate for your health. Here, we'll explore the intersection between ancient wisdom and cutting-edge science, distilling the essence of true health into practical steps you can take. Wild wisdom is instinctive knowledge in action. Thanks for making this part of your day. Hi there, so excited to be here with you today again and uh, looking forward to covering this very important piece on PCOS, a continuation of the last few um, episodes. And as mentioned in the last episode, what I'm going to be covering today is um, in addition to how our diet, like the sugar pathway can lead to problems with developing PCOS that explains all of these conditions coming together. Because this is the thing that I found really interesting is that a lot of women with PCOS, they experience all of these different things like the hair growth, the acne, the problems with weight regulation, menstrual irregularities, fertility, um, mood, you know, and they don't quite understand how this all ties together. All right. And basically what I've just covered is, is that this is how they all tie together. There's something that triggers this hormonal imbalance in the, in the blood, in the uh, sugar balancing hormone insulin. And both the high levels of insulin plus the insulin resistance that develops over time can lead to these um, kind of the spectrum of um, experiences that people can have with PCOS, ranging from the acne and the hair growth and the infertility, um, which is a com- which are commonly associated with hormonal imbalances, which happen at the level of the brain and the ovaries because of the high insulin and the insulin resistance. The most common way to develop insulin resistance and having high insulin ins- insulin resistance is through the diet. And I've ar- I've also covered how you could think that you're having a healthy diet, but when you dial in and you really pay attention, like if you're eating gluten free products or protein bars or you know, processed food smoothies. So, and here's another one, protein powder is interesting because protein powder, which is marketed as a health food, actually um, really spikes insulin, okay? Like a lot. So um, I get all of my clients off of protein powder and we work on, on like really optimizing the digestive powers to, so that when you eat a good source of protein, whether it's happy animals or properly prepared plants, um, you're able to really optimally digest that protein so you don't have to turn to protein powder. I mean, we have thrived as a, you know, as humanity without protein powder. Um, yes, for some people, you do need protein powder. Like if you have a lot of digestive issues and you simply can't absorb your protein and for a period of time, you need to have that. Sure. But that, sh- in my opinion, my humble opinion, that should be very time limited and the time should be spent working on healing the digestion again, healing the lining of the gut, um, getting those digestive, like the, the stomach acid back online so that it works properly, all those things, okay? So you can, you can get really high levels of insulin with protein powder, all right? But what's the second pathway that's not through the diet? Is um, it through not, through not through how many like fast carbs or slow carbs? It's through the damage to the gut. So I call it the gut pathway. 
And this was an interesting theory that I came across from a Dr. Tremelin. And uh, he called it the dogma theory, uh, D-O-G-M-A. And what that stands for is dysbiosis of gut microbiota. And so that's very fancy speak for there's been um, damage done to your gut microbiome. What they found when they studied women with PCOS is that women with PCOS had very different gut microbiomes compared to women who did not have PCOS. Um, And it's so interesting, but what happens is that his theory goes like this, all right, is that let's say something is done to injure your gut microbiome. So it could be eating processed foods with chemicals added to preservatives, uh, sprayed foods with pesticides, which hurt your microbiome. It could be too much sugar. Actually, too much sugar can really dysregulate your microbiome um, by having things like fungal overgrowth. But let's say it's like a course of antibiotics, uh, unavoidable course of antibiotics. Sometimes you just have to take them, but it can cause harm to your microbiome. And microbiome are like the community of organisms that live within your gut, bacteria, viruses, parasites, fungi. And you want the good kind for your body and not the bad kind. And generally when you damage the good, the bad tends to move in and take, take over. Um, so you really have to work at like repairing and replacing Um, when you do things like take antibiotics, which hurt your microbiome and things like anti-inflammatories, which hurt your microbiome. And interestingly, I definitely had, uh, problems with gut microbiome because I had definitely needed to be on antibiotics when I was a child. I had meningitis, almost died of it. Um, and I'm alive here today because of antibiotics. So I'm not, I'm not anti-antibiotic. However, I am pro-judicious use of it and I am pro- use of strategies around and after taking antibiotics like probiotics, like gut healing supplements, like a gut healing diet, okay, which definitely exists. And um, so these things can all alter, change the microbiome. And what's interesting is that the way that his theory goes, and it's supported by things that he was seeing in the research the microbiome gets injured, that causes a leaky gut. So the lining of your gut starts to let things into your body that should not get in. For medical terms, that increased intestinal permeability. Um, Those things uh, cause the body to develop like a reaction to what should not be getting into the body, specifically lipopolysaccharides or LPS are very inflammatory inducing in the body. So the body develops a state of inflammation from the leaky gut. And the leaky gut, the inflammation from the leaky gut results in insulin resistance, okay? And it has to do with like the complex interactions that happen between things like the hormone cortisol and the way that our body regulates blood sugar balance. Because cortisol, which is our stress hormone, also helps us regulate our blood sugar because, well, when you're running from a tiger, you need to release a lot of sugar into the blood so you have a lot of energy available, right? But if you're like constantly stressed out physically or emotionally, emotionally from stress and physically from things like a leaky gut, that's causing a lot of um, stress on the body, which releases a lot of cortisol, which releases a lot of sugar, which causes insulin resistance. Okay. That's a very simplified version of this explanation. There are other ways that inflammation causes insulin resistance. However, um, the kind of like node, like the, the tying concept between 
the PCO the PCOS that develops is that insulin resistance and whether it develops from your diet plus or minus additional things. So in most people, it's not one thing. For me, it was a combination of too many fast carbs, like hidden fast carbs I wasn't aware of, um, plus antibiotics, plus anti-inflammatories, because I would get really painful periods and I was using a lot of anti-inflammatories to deal with it, like ibuprofen. And stress. Stress can cause a leaky gut too, by the way, just being very stressed out, like emotionally stressed out. So I had many different reasons. And what I had to do in order to reverse my hormonal imbalance was to get really, really targeted on my nutrition, like really hone in on what I was eating day to day and fix that. That was crucial. Um, I also uh, changed the pattern of my eating. And what you want to do is listen to the bonus part eight of my deep dive on like maintaining your ideal weight. Um, because I talk about the timing of food and when you eat it and how that balances your hormone because the, when you eat kind of determines how much insulin is released, which will protect you from protect you or make you more prone to getting insulin resistance, right? If you do it the right way, it protects you. Plus, I had to repair the lining of my gut, repair my microbiome, and do everything I could to avoid antibiotics and anti-inflammatories. Um, and for a while, that looked like taking anti-inflammatory supplements that actually um, fixed my microbiome rather than destroyed it. Um, so like borage oil, uh, turmeric, quercetin, these were all really great natural like supplement anti-inflammatories um, that helped me with my painful periods while I was balancing my hormones. And then over time, I no longer got painful periods because my hormones got balanced and I no longer needed to take uh, targeted anti-inflammatory supplements, which is nice. I have them in my back pocket if I need them, but I, I rarely need them like ever actually now, which is great. And magnesium, by the way, that was really helpful. That was actually probably my most helpful supplement for the painful like uterus contractions that like make you feel like you're dying sometimes, you know, goodness, uh, really sympathize with you if you have that problem. Cause I know what that's like, and it's terrible. Essentially, if you, uh, as a person with PCOS, uh, what I do to help my clients is we, we really hone down on the nutrition. There are specific ways to really de determine if your nutrition is disrupting your blood sugar balance. Um, do some targeted supplements, some gut healing protocols, decreasing inflammation protocols, what you find is that like 90% or so of people respond to that. And the other 10%, it looks like it truly is a bit of a genetic predisposition coupled with a potential toxin exposure. Okay. Um, that's very, that's really rare. Definitely not the most common cause of PCOS. And that is something that I will get into uh, next. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, Wild Wisdom with Dr. Patricia Mills. If you like this podcast, please take the time to like and subscribe and please feel free to leave any comments and look below for the contact information if you want to connect with me directly. Thank you and I hope you have a wonderful day, evening or night. Hi everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for a professional care doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. 
you are looking for help in your journey, it is important that you seek out a qualified health practitioner. If you would like to work with Dr. Patricia for her expert health transformation guidance, please email her at info at drpatriciamills.com to book a discovery call. You can also find Dr. Patricia on Instagram at Dr. Patricia Mills and Facebook at Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills, MD. For access to all of Dr. Patricia's educational videos and more amazing perks, consider becoming a Patreon member. Links are in the description of this episode. It is important to have an expert in your corner that can help you make the changes you crave, especially when it comes to your health. 